Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello, my beautiful friends. Today, we're going to dive into time and grief and when you don't have enough time to grieve in the way that you want to. Uh, Before I dive in, I want to just remind you that I have a free video on anxiety and grief and how anxiety is so prevalent after your child dies and how it can just kind of take over your life. Um, And if you want to learn more about that and how anxiety can show up in grief and really start to get the support and guidance in that, you can go to MeganHillica.com and watch that free video. Um, but let's talk about time and grief. So I hear over and over again from moms that I just don't have the time. I don't have to, the time to grieve in the way that I want to. I don't have time to take care of myself. I just don't have the time. And I want to talk about a few things that I've learned about time. And also, if you've been experiencing the place of not having enough time, some ideas on how you can kind of make more time for yourself. I also wanted to acknowledge time from a place of loss and grief. That time passing is incredibly painful and each moment is kind of excruciating. Like in one moment, it feels like time is slow and in the other, it's passing so quickly, it's terrifying. One, because the same, the pain seems to last forever. And then in the other, because the more time that passes, the further you are away from when your child lived, like especially in a new year, um, or as they get, you know, another birthday passes. But then there's the other side of it where it doesn't go fast enough depending on what your beliefs are about where your child is and what you believe about afterlife that maybe you want time to pass so you can see them again. It's all so confusing inside of grief. Um, In the special theory of relativity, Einstein has determined or says that time is relative. So in other words, the rate at which time passes depends on your frame of reference. So if you're with someone that you love and you are having a good time and you're enjoying yourself, time seems to pass very quickly, right? Like, whoa, I can't believe three hours went by. Or maybe you're reading a good book and the time just seems to disappear. But then you put your hand on a stove, hot stove, or like all of us, you're grieving the death of your child and time seems to slow down into microseconds. I've many times felt overwhelmed and thought I just, I just don't have the time for all the things that I want to do. 
Um, I still do that, in fact. And it's weird how when I decide I have the time, somehow I get the things I want done. (laughs) I do the things I want to do and I have time to do it. I don't fully understand how it works, but it just seems to happen. So now when you don't have the time to grieve, when you feel like you're in survival mode and you just can't seem to get your feet underneath you, the first thing I could offer is that you do have the time. We all have 24 hours in the day, same 24 hours, all of us. No one is given more time than others, right? It's how we choose to spend that time and use that time that is our own choice in our life. So if you're feeling like you don't have enough time, how can you say no to things that you don't need to do? This can be very challenging because maybe you believe that since you did it before, you have to continue to keep doing it. But there's literally like nothing that you need to do. Almost everything can be put on the shelf for a time so you can process and be with what is going on in your life. Literally, I'm serious. So let me walk you through a little process. So take a second and put everything you do in a day on a piece of paper, maybe all the obligations you have or responsibilities or things that you feel responsible for, the things that you want to do, the things that you don't really want to do that you do, all of it, every single one of them. And notice that you can release all of them. You do not need to do anything or any of them. And from a place of clarity and a clear mind, look at them and see which ones you want to put back on your plate. Which ones do you want to take back? When I say everything, I mean everything in your life. Even the things you feel like, you know, of course you do that because you have to. You could not do anything. You could just walk away from everything in your life no matter what it is. So look at it and put the things back on that you truly want to do and be very mindful of what you put back on. And then see that you choose how you want to spend your time. There's nothing you have to do. So I want to talk about time and grief and maybe if you're feeling like you don't have enough time to grieve. I want to talk about why making time to grieve is so important. I want to share a little story with you kind of to think about about like a suitcase imagine right now that you're carrying around a suitcase that's really really heavy the suitcase is like grief it's always there and you are busy surviving every moment and inside that suitcase there might be things like anxiety trauma terror inability to sleep isolation loneliness overeating not eating Um, anger towards anyone and everyone, blame, health issues, not wanting to live. All of these things can live inside of the suitcase and you're just carrying them around 24-7. But a lot of times we think that I don't have time to grieve. So we just keep carrying the suitcase around. So when you don't take the time to grieve, you continually carry these around 24 7 thinking that you don't have the time 
So you just got to keep doing what you're doing that maybe these things in time will get easier and lighter and maybe someday in the future you'll have more time to take care of yourself. And that's a huge lie. The only time is now. There is no time in the future. If you're not making it now, you're not going to make it in the future. And as I always say, time does nothing. In 20 years, you'll open up that suitcase and there they all will be still waiting for you. Anxiety, trauma, fear, panic, inability to sleep, health issues, overeating, keeping busy, whatever they are. Or maybe you're taking medication now to manage them, but they're all still a part of your life. So what if you made time for your grief? What if you sat down with that suitcase and began lifting out the things inside, taking care of them, clearing them, processing them? You still have to carry the suitcase of grief around the rest of your life, right? This is just something we have to do now when our child died. But you sure can make that suitcase so much lighter as you clear trauma all of a sudden that suitcase is lighter and you have more energy because you're not trying to manage triggers all day long. Your body can finally relax because it's not alert waiting for the next threat and shoot a drop. Maybe you clear up your sleep and you finally can get a restful night of sleep for the first time since your child died. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how tired I've been because you've only been sleeping three hours a night or less. Anyone relate to that? Like, that's exhausting. Grief is already exhausting, then you're not sleeping on top of it. But now that weight of that exhaustion lightens or disappears because you've taken the time to process your grief and get your body and mind in a place where it can fall asleep and stay asleep peacefully without medication or stress. So take these two things. One, where you don't have time to grieve and you just keep carrying around the fully loaded suitcase every single day, every single moment for the rest of your life. Hello, no wonder you're so tired and exhausted. Or you take the time to unpack the suitcase to clear up some of the things that you absolutely do not need to continue to live with or carry and your suitcase gets lighter. And the sooner you do this, the sooner your suitcase gets lighter and easier to carry. So instead of dragging around this heavy, heavy, heavy suitcase for 20 years and then finally getting so tired that you have no choice but to sit down and look at it, you decide to make time for it now and you sit down with the suitcase now, wherever you are in your grief journey, the only place you can start is now and start clearing the things in there. So when you say, I don't have time to grieve, what I really see is you continuing to walk with the heavy laden suitcase forward into your life. I, I seriously, I hear this all the time from moms. My kids need me. My husband needs me to take care of him. Um, I've had moms who, you know, their husband or their kids have an illness or something that comes up and they just have a really hard time making any time to care for themselves. So my job is demanding and I have to do a lot there. And I want to ask you, these people that you are helping, supporting, assisting, 
aren't they all better off if you're carrying a lighter suitcase and not so exhausted from dragging this massive and heavy suitcase around? If you feel like you're functioning okay, that the weight is still there. You try to ignore the weight, it just doesn't go away. So say I came up to you and I was like, hey, my computer is so slow. It's not working. I need a new computer. It's not functioning properly. And as you take a look at my computer, you see that I have one window up, but in the background, I have 100 tabs open and have a few different programs running. And you tell me, you're like, Megan, your computer will function much better if you shut down all these tabs and all these programs that are running in the background. So you close them all for me and voila, my computer is functioning just fine. So in the same way, even if grief or trauma is not completely making you kind of unable to function, but you have things like exhaustion, no time, unable to get out of survival mode, constantly busy, maybe not sleeping, um, really tired. It's still taking up energy in the background because just because you're not present to it doesn't mean it's not there. So here's the thing. When you don't have the time to grieve and maybe you don't want to make the time to grieve. <clears throat> so like, Maybe you're like, okay, stop telling me to make time to grieve because I'm not interested. So that's fine. I'm talking to you who truly wants to make time to grieve, but keeps feeling like there's just never enough time. Then this is for you. That the only one stopping you from doing this is you. Not anything outside of you. It's not the circumstances surrounding you that is not giving you the time because the time is yours to do with as you wish. And I hear you say, no, it's not. My time is not to do with as I wish. I just don't have enough time. And I'm saying this as a mom of seven, almost eight kids, running a business, homeschooling my kids. And that one of the biggest stressors I have lived with is just not having enough time to do all the things I want to do and take care of myself in the way that I want to. And I keep coming back to this. I have enough time to do the things I want to do. I can make time. And anything that doesn't make it on the list just isn't where my priorities are. So maybe your priority isn't grieving. Maybe that's not a priority for you. When you're not making the time for it, it's either not a big enough problem or it's not a priority. And so it's up to you. Like I'm sharing this because... I think it's very, very important that we make time for our grief, but maybe it doesn't matter to you. <laughs> it, it, it might not matter to you. So my, my priorities are where I spend my time and I get to define that in my life. And so I have the time to do the things that I prioritize. And for a time, for me, it was making a lot of time to grieve in the way I wanted to. Like, a lot. I let go of so many things. Um, and that was what I focused on. And now as I've taken most of the heavy things out of my suitcase, it's really just continuing to care for my mental, emotional, and physical well-being and making time for that. So maybe you're wondering now, okay, what are some practical ways to make time for grief? 
So I shared earlier about kind of doing that process of putting everything in your life, you're done with it all, and taking only the things that matter to you back onto your plate. And then part of the rapid resolution therapy model that I've been sharing about is helping your mind attach meaning and value to the things that are good for you to do. So it's not just trying to force yourself to do something because you know it's good for you or because you want to do it, but doing it because it feels good, because you want to, and because you find it supportive for where you want to go. So getting a session for that could be very beneficial. Another thing you could do is creating a time of day that you set aside to do whatever it is that feels good for you in processing and moving through grief. So maybe it's right away for the first 15 minutes in the morning or half an hour or five minutes, the last minutes of the day, 15 minutes of the day on your way to work, in the shower, whatever it is. Like this is so flexible and so easy. Um, that it's really like it's a, it's an excuse to not do it, right? So where you take the time in this 15 minutes or five minutes or half an hour to set a timer and you allow yourself to grieve or process in whatever way is best for you. And when that timer is up, you can put everything back in a box, put the lid on that box and put it on a shelf and then open it again the next day or every few weeks or week or whatever. This is completely up to you. So the last thing I wanted to share on here is sometimes what helps if you want to make more time for something is investing in something that helps you do that. So when I join a program or something like a group coaching or I get one-on-one or I join a membership or a course, whatever. I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> I, I know that this is how I work and I know a lot of you work this way too. So I make sure I use it. I have just gone through the training for rapid resolution therapy and I have showed up live all day long, every call. Um, it's a huge commitment for me. It is a huge commitment for me. And I show up live every call all day long because I invested money into it and I want to get my full value and benefit from it. And I found it to be amazing and I love it too. But I really feel like I was just like, okay, I put this money into it and I am investing in this and I want to learn it. I have to show up. I'm going to show up every single call. Even though in the beginning... I didn't feel like I had the time, but somehow I've made it work and I've been able to create the time to do it. And sometimes this energy exchange can put this up higher on the priority list so that you do make the time for what you know you want to do. Because maybe up until now, it's been really challenging um, to do it. So like a mom who is part of Grieving Moms Haven told me recently, she's excited about being a part of it because it's like accountability of sorts, a space where she'll make time for her grief, even though she hasn't really wanted to, but she 
wants to because she knows it's good for her. And then having this space where she can join calls, she can go through programs, she can do meditations and tappings to guide her through is incredible helpful. So with whatever you're feeling pulled to invest in, sometimes that's a way to shift time and perspective so that you do take the time to care for yourself and your grief in the way that you truly want to. So whatever that is. So I know I shared a few different things about time and different ways of thinking about it. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe some of it makes sense to you and some of it you're like, Megan, you're crazy. But <laughs> the bottom line of this is uh, put down the weight of not having enough time to grieve in the way you want to. I know how heavy that is to feel like you want to do something, to take time for something, and that you can't because you're just too busy, because you deserve it. Your kids deserve to have a mom who is taking time to care for herself and to to have a model to see how that's done, to be shown how it's done. Your family, the people you love are so much better off when you take the time to grieve and care for yourself that that they're so much better off than when they're getting the dregs of your energy and the exhausted, busy, rundown mom who's surviving every moment. And frankly, so are you. When you get to be carrying around a lighter suitcase instead of the heavy one weighted down with huge boulders, you are worth it, my friend. You are worth putting this up higher on your priority list. Take care. I'll see you next week. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breathwork, and just talk knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.